Welcome to Life of Legacy, your key to a better life. This is Coach Clark with Crazy Dreams Life Coaching. And today we're talking about the power of persistence. That's right. Persistence is key. And if you're going to bring the best out of yourself, if you're going to achieve anything great in life, you have to be persistent. You can't keep quitting, starting, stopping, starting, stopping. It's killing your progress. It's killing your potential. And it's keeping you from being the absolute best you can be. All right. So today, let's talk about it. Let's talk about why it's important to be persistent and what you can get out of it and how you can be more persistent. So I'll give you a prime example. So I am a life coach, but I've also been a basketball coach. And one of the biggest things I faced as a basketball coach, a youth basketball coach, is kids who would come in who did not have a sense of resilience. So in sports, in any sport, it's important to focus on the fundamentals first. So in basketball, you come in and most of the time I was working with, I started out working with, I think, nine-year-olds, somewhere around in that age range. And kids come in and some of them are first-timers, some of them are intermediate, some more advanced. But we always started out by working on the fundamentals and the basics. Positioning, defensive slides, how to, how to position your feet, how to position your hands and your legs, you know, um, proper technique, you know. So then you work on things like pivoting, boxing out. These are all basic things that are not the most fun and glamorous parts of the game, but they are essential for any team and any player to be effective. Then you work your way up to the to more fun things, the things that are uh, enjoyable and more flashy, like learning how to shoot, learning how to score. Uh, we working on dribbling, dribbling moves. And dribbling, let me tell you, dribbling is a killer for a lot of kids because the coordination and, and the tenacity it takes and persistence uh, of dribbling the ball over and over again to learn basic, get a basic feel for the ball and feel for dribbling with the right hand and the left hand, especially with the left hand. Uh, kids really hate learning to dribble with the left hand and learning to shoot with the left hand because that's not most kids' dominant hand and it's extremely difficult at first. However, if you can get the kids to stick with it over the long term and focus on the basic techniques, they eventually break, have a breakthrough and they develop a feel for it with the left hand and the right hand. And as they see themselves making progress, it develop, they develop more confidence. As they develop confidence, the next time you introduce a new skill, their their belief that they can learn that skill, even if they don't know it initially, is much greater than when they first walked into the gym. So that's just one example of the value of persistence is when you stick with something and it's not paying off immediately, but you keep trying and you keep doing it, you build confidence over time and you show yourself that even if you don't know something, you can learn it. Now, uh, but generally, let's so let's talk about some more serious examples. Let's talk about career, right? So, if you're a lot of people right now are in between jobs, 
And a lot of the resumes that you send in when you're looking for work won't get a hit. You know, you'll, you'll send it in, you'll follow up, but in, in a lot of instances, maybe you don't get an interview and they don't call you back, especially the way the job market is right now because there's so many people looking for work. However, if you quit trying, you know you're not going to find a job if you stop applying. So you can't stop. You have to continue, even though a lot of the jobs that you're applying for are not giving you hits and, you're, and the phone is not ringing. If you, you cannot get discouraged to where you withdraw from the process because, you know, you have to support yourself. Maybe you have a family to support. So persistence in that regard is extremely important. Now, maybe there's some things that you learn over time. If you're not getting hits, maybe you need to revise your resume, hire somebody to take a look at it to where you can uh, structure it in a better format, maybe highlight some more of your skills. Maybe it needs better keywords so they can, you know, get through the screening apps that they have nowadays to, to reduce the resumes that, um, that hiring managers have to review. But those are all approaches you can take to make adjustments, not to quit and give up, but to make adjustments so that you can have a successful result. Right. So now in addition to, the application process, there's the interview process, which, you know, if you're, if you've made it to the interview process and you've gone in and you've given it your best shot, you prepared in advance, you practiced answering different types of questions and you go in and you really think you knocked it out of the park and then they hire someone else and you don't get the job. And that happens multiple times over and over again. It can get extremely discouraging, but again, you can't give up because you you need to make, make a living. You know, you have to support yourself. You have to support your family. So you have to remain persistent. Instead of withdrawing, you look at what you're doing. You see if there's ways you can improve it. You ask for help, you know, from professionals, people that can help you with your job interview techniques. And you make adjustments and make changes. And eventually you will find a job, but you won't find a job if you quit. So I know what you're thinking. So now you ask, what about the discouragement? What if through going through the processes over and over again and not having any success, what if that's wearing on me? You know, maybe you're getting down. Maybe you're even, you know, approaching depression or experiencing depression from the process of, of trying over and over and over again and not getting a favorable result. The best way you can prepare yourself to face adversity is to remember your why and remember why you're doing what you're doing. What is the goal you're shooting for and what do you have to gain when you reach that goal? What will it be like? And so it's important for you to stay mindful and stay focused on the purpose of what you're doing. One tool I use to do that is meditation. I pray and I meditate daily. I'm a person of faith, so I, I combine the processes back to back. And in the morning, the first thing I do when I wake up is I pray. And first, I, I do a gratitude prayer. 
and I express gratitude and I thank God for all the things he continues to bless me with each and every day in my life. The, even the simple things that most of us overlook in life is having food in the fridge, having food to eat, having fa a family that loves me and loved ones in my life, having my health, uh, you know, you know, just being able to get up and serve other people each and every day and having another chance to get out and make a difference in the world. Air to breathe, you know, sunny days, simple things in life that you can be thankful for each and every day you wake up. So I start with a gratitude prayer. Then I ask God to help me with anything I'm going through in life, any adversity I'm facing. I give it over to God and then I do my part. Knowing that God is with me and God is there to support me and help me along the way and I'm not alone in anything I'm going through takes some of the burden off of my shoulders and reminds me that, hey, be faithful because there's never been a situation in life that I face where God has not come through for me. I, I personally approach my prayers with God as a conversation, uh, much, much more so than a formal prayer. Some people pray the same way every time. I choose to speak to God like a friend and just have a conversation. Uh, it doesn't have to be structured. It doesn't have to be eloquent. It doesn't have to sound wonderful. It just can be like, hey, you're talking to God like he's your friend and telling them what's going on in your life. And just thinking and pondering out loud and just waiting and listening for God to respond and give you insight. And I, I've picked up tremendous insight and wisdom through just praying and then listening to the things God communicates to me about handle, how to handle situations in my life. So when you're facing adversity and frustration in life, try prayer and give it over to God. Continue to do your part. But trust God with the outcomes in your life. And I think you'll find it much more bearable to deal with failures and pushbacks and adversity in life. Now, after I pray, I meditate. And I meditate on the things I want to happen in my life. So I spend that time visualizing. I, I do it in vivid color. I think about what my life will be like when I finally reach my goal and I'm already there and, I, and I'm successful. What does my career look like? What, is my, what will my days look like? What, what things will I be able to do that, I, that I'm not currently able to do once I reach my goal? Well, how will it benefit my family? You know, all the wonderful things that are going to come when I reach my goal. I visualize those things and I see them happening every day. I even see myself. I, I look at myself and I visualize myself, how I will look how I will feel, you know, just all the emotions and everything that's tied to having a successful outcome, I visualize it. And I believe that visualization has power and that before you can actually live and experience something, you have to actually see it and make it into something that's tangible in your mind before it comes into fruition in the real world. I've also found that having that visualization uplifts my spirits because it makes me feel connected to my goal and to a positive outcome versus everything that might be going on at the time, which 
could be kind of negative and drag you down. The visualization enables me to stay focused on my why and stay purpose oriented and focused on my purpose. And so that throughout the day, I operate from a sense of purpose in everything I do. I not only think about how my life will be different, but what difference will I be able to make for other people when I finally reach my goal? If you're anything like me, your goals in life not only affect you and not only have a positive uh, positive result for you, but also have positive results for other people in your life or just other people that you want to help in life. So remember what the impact will be of reaching your objective once you get there. So once again, remember, you cannot achieve anything, any major goal, anything significant in life or reach your highest potential without persistence. Your greatness can be pulled out of you, but it's going to take tenacity. It's going to take resilience and it's going to take the fortitude to keep trying even when you're not getting an immediate result. As far as any obstacles and adversity that you face in the process, you prepare yourself for that by praying and meditating to stay focused on your why and your purpose each and every day and to make sure that you're, that you're maintaining your relationship with God and, you, and that you're remembering that you're not in this alone, that God has your back and he will come through for you. Everything's not under your control. God is in control of the outcome, but you're in control of your actions. So remember that God is on your side and remember to meditate and stay focused on the reason why you're doing what you're doing and the objective that you're aiming for in the long run. This has been Coach Clark with Crazy Dreams Life Coaching for Life of Legacy. Enjoy your evening and I'll talk to you next time.